like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And welcome to episode 76 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Listen, man, I know, I know I missed an entire week. That's, that's like what? Could have been two episodes. We could have got through. We could be on what? 79 pushing 80 right now But it's okay It's okay in due time In due time Listen man I'm gonna tell y'all something Last week was It was a long week man Between work Christmas shop All all the stuff that y'all are going through as well Look bro It was a long week I was just tired I wasn't sleeping well I said man I can't get in here And give them that good fire content That they need I said I'm, I'll tell you what I'll be back next week So I'm back and you know a lot has been going on. Let me first let me start off with this. I can't even tell my my you know my my happy fantasy football story because of the situation I'm in right now. So let's 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 go back to last week. Monday night football, you know, Zach, you know, the Eagles and the Giants. So I go into that game down eight by eighteen point ninety-two. Austin Eckler dropped thirty-seven on my bench. If I would have started Austin Eckler, I wouldn't have even been in that situation. I would have won the game. I had Zach Ertz and I had the Giants kicker going up against Golden Tate and Jake Elliott. Literally everything had to go perfect in order for me to win that game. Zach Ertz had to have a good game. Giants kicker had to have a good game. Golden Tate had to be held to nothing. And, you know, Jake Elliott had to just exist, you know. So... First half's over. I'm down by 10. I'm like, bro, this can really happen. Like, Golden Tate has no catches. Like, it it, it looks like it can happen. Um, Ertz gets a touchdown. So, I'm down by, like, five. Down by, like, five points something. Uh, can't forget Jake Elliott missed a field goal. Like, everything is literally going as planned and I, I'm like bro I can't believe this like I shouldn't be I should win this game there's no way I'm gonna win this game like I'm getting fired up um you know the Giants get the ball back before the before the end of the game Golden Tate gets the ball but he gets stopped one catch one catch overtime we go to overtime bro overtime who gets the ball first the Eagles bro they're moving down the field they're pushing it looks like you know Boston uh uh what's my guy name I forgot his name already. One of their running backs, he's pushing down the field. They're pushing down the field. Um, they get close. Ertz isn't on the field. It's that package with Goddard. Um, it's like their power package. They're trying to run it in. They don't get it. I'm like, bro, get Ertz on the field. Get Ertz on the field. Ertz gets back on the field. They motion Ertz. I know the ball is going to Ertz. And then the Giants call the timeout. I'm like, damn. I said they might adjust. They didn't adjust. Ertz lined up on the opposite side of the field, bro. Ertz just threw his arm up. He's wide open. Game-winning touchdown. I win by one point. No freaking way. I've never, ever in my six years playing fantasy football have won a game in such dramatic fashion, bro. I almost cried. And then I'm like, okay, I'm on to the next round. I didn't start Mark Ingram because Mark Ingram hadn't scored in a long time. He dropped 22. Uh, I played up against Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I'm down by, what, 30 right now? 
if I were to start at Ingram, I probably would be down by 14. So the gap would be, you know, much smaller. It'd be more of a realistic comeback. But I got, uh, what's his name, Zach Pascal and a Colts kicker going up against Alvin Kamara tonight. So what I'm going to need tonight is literally perfection. Like, I'm going to need a huge game out of Pascal and the, the Colts kicker and then literally nothing from Kamara. So... May the fantasy gods be my favorite. But if it's not, if they're not, you know, if this is the end of the road for me, man, what a season it was. Starting off 0-4, dropping to 1-5, and and going on this four-game win streak to end the season, you know, extending at the five in the playoffs, just getting hot at the right time. Uh, this has probably been one of my f- most fun fantasy football seasons, you know, not not quitting and being resilient and making it far. You know, it's my third semifinals appearance in five years, and, I was hoping to get to my second championship and winning my second championship in five years. But if that's not the case, I'm not saying it's over, but I'm just saying tonight, that's a long shot. Um, It's been a hell of a ride. I've been humble throughout, and I've enjoyed it, man. And if this is it for me, like, if I don't come back next year, because, look, man, honestly, look, say say what you want. Fantasy football is kind of stressful, man. It's stressful. You know, you, you really can't enjoy all of the games. You're, you're rooting against you, – you might be rooting against your team, rooting, rooting against certain teams. It's crazy, man. And it's just like, do I really have that in me next year? Like, do I really have another run in me like this? Like, this took a lot out of me this year. I'm not going to lie. Um, this has been a – like, this was a pretty stressful season for me because basically the playoffs started for me back in September. So I've been on edge ever since. Um, so if this is my last ride and if I don't get back to the championship, I, I'm very satisfied with what I've done in these six years. So, you know, missing the playoffs once and winning a championship. I know guys who haven't won the championship. So – it's 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 been fun, but um, hey man, I laugh about me being sad over fantasy football, man. Um, let's see, uh, what's next? What's look, man? We got some things to get through. We do. We got some things to get through. Okay, so let's backtrack. Um, let's get let's start off. No, 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 no. Not even let's backtrack. We're gonna get to the Ravens in a minute. I want to start off with the 49ers who looked very funny yesterday. It looked very funny. Why is that so far? No, no, yeah, yeah. we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk 49ers and we're gonna talk Packers because I want to compare and contrast the narratives here because it's it's really crazy to me. All right, so yesterday, the 49ers, the old so mighty 49ers, the team that everybody's supposed to be so scared of, uh, you know. The the, the 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 alleged best team in the NFC, blah blah blah. They blew out the Packers. They did this. They doing that. They looked very funny to me yesterday. And you can call me a hater. You can say I'm, you know. But I watched that game. They're going up against a team they shouldn't even be in a dog fight with. Uh, and they just look funny from a coaching standpoint. Some of the play calls didn't make sense to me. Uh, it was funny to see literally every ball, like almost every ball that Jimmy Garoppolo was throwing was going to George Kittle. He had a career high in receptions. He didn't really throw to any he didn't throw to anybody else, honestly, besides George Kittle and uh Cal Yushek, the fullback. That that was interesting to me. It was very interesting to see that nobody they didn't make any defensive adjustments to stop Julio, who who not only Wrecked my fantasy team yesterday. He just he got the game winning touchdown, and they just didn't stop him. Like, bro, it's Julio Jones. Did y'all forget who he was? Like, this defense is supposed to be so good, 
This is supposed to be such a shutdown defense. Okay, sure, they're banged up, but it should be next man up mentality. Bro, they looked very, very funny yesterday. And I really, truly believe that this team, if they don't get back in the first place, if they do have to, if they do become a wild card team, like a five seed and have to travel, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if they can be road warriors. I don't think they're built for that. I don't think Jimmy G's built for that. I don't think this defense is built for that. Dangerous at home, though. If they if they end up with the one C, it's going to be a problem for everybody. It's going to be an issue for everybody. But if they end up at the five where they are now, I don't know. I don't know. Good team. Like I'm like 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 I, I honestly understand why you guys would say they're the best in the league, but. Nobody has had, like, I haven't seen, I haven't really watched any um, sports talk yet because I usually try not to before I record. But even on Twitter, like, nobody had, like, a meltdown. Like, oh, the 49ers. Oh, they're not going anywhere. Oh, they're not going to do this. But, you know, they lose to the Falcons yesterday. And the Packers beat the Bears and nobody, like, everybody's just, like, um, pointing out all the flaws. I'm going to start with the fans before I get to the media, guys. I'm going I'm, to I'm start with the fans. You know, the the, the Packers tweeted out the, that we, uh, the Packers, Packers Twitter account tweeted out that they clinched yesterday. Uh, it's the first time the Packers have been, have been back to the playoffs in two years. So you would think. That everybody will be excited Because I know for sure I know good and well I am I was tired of watching the playoffs without my team in it I'm pretty sure you could, you would be as well So they clinch They're 11-3 and three. Nobody expected them to be here Outside, like Roger said, outside of Green Bay Nobody expected them to be there Nobody expected LaFleur to be here Right Let me tell y'all what I read yesterday This is legit, like actual tweets from actual people Like I can't I cannot make this up Cannot make this up Um Alright So somebody replies To the tweet Uh Let's see Look at Like look at this Been a lifelong Packer fan But if they don't Play their game But if they don't Up their game It's gonna be a, a Short playoff run Bro The Packers are beating Good teams With good defenses They've been beating Good teams Right Have these wins been pretty No But who said you have to go out And blow a team out every week Who said that Who said you have to dominate every week Bro it's a long season It's December Your team is 11 and 3 Be happy I don't care Bro The 2000s Ravens Barely had any offensive touchdowns Their defense literally They did all the work I don't think anybody was complaining about how they were winning games. I don't think that anybody would complain. Like, there are teams in worse positions than us, and they're happy. Like, the Cowboys fans, I'm pretty sure they were ecstatic that they blew the Rams out yesterday. Like, look how look how fast, quick things change. Last week, the Rams blow the Cardinals out, and this week, they're a victim of the blowout. That's it's football. Nobody said the Packers are going to drop forty on the on, on the Redskins on the on the Bears. Nobody said that, but they're winning games. They're in a position where they could win out and have a number one, a number two seed, possibly a one. 
and you guys are worried about how short of a playoff run it's going to be. Like how like that's that's just crazy to me. As a fan, I, I would never be this pessimistic. And then somebody says for sure they'll be one and done. This team is not playoff material material as it stands right now. Everyone is a struggle, no domination at all. What the hell? What like bro, what is that? So so in order for you to believe in your team, they have to go out and blow somebody out. These are the same people that will be at the front of the line at the Super Bowl parade. These are the same people that'll be sucking Aaron Rodgers dry in a couple of weeks. Like, bro, like, come on, dog. Like, seriously, though. Like, that's really annoying. As a fan, I hate fan pages. I hate social media fans. Like, bro, how like how pessimistic can you be? How negative can you be? You guys won't get a Bears jersey with that negativity, man. Counting your team out. We're going to be one and done. Seriously? This team is 11-3. Not eight and not eight and seven, not eight and six, not nine and four, not um six and seven. They're eleven and three. Clearly, they're good enough to have only lost three games this season, and one could have won either. The Packers could easily be um twelve and two right now. Would that make a difference? Would you feel better about a twelve and two team? They're eleven and three. The Packers were six nine and one last year, playing meaningless football against the Jets. In December, getting fake field goals thrown by Matt Prater in December. But here we are, two games out left in the season, with the potential to win the division and a number two seed? Stop. Was that all, or was there something else? My prediction is that the Vikings will win easy, and if that happens, then it will be a quick exit. Like, why are you, like, how? I've never come on this show. I've never in life. I don't care who we play. I don't care if we play the 85 Bears in a time machine game tomorrow. I'm not going to say I'm, my team's going to lose. Y'all really, like, honestly, do you really go into a week uh, saying that you know your team's going to lose? Like, do you ever predict that your team is going to lose? No. No, I don't care if I'm, an, if I'm an analyst on NFL Network, ESPN, Fox. If if I'm, No. I'm never going to go against my team. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? No. No way, bro. No way. And I'm, I kept those tweets in my bookmarks, screenshotted them, because I would love to see where all this energy is when the playoff run starts. Let's see. Let's see. But enough of that. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. This is the team... That everybody, including myself, I've already said my apology, so I don't I don't have to apologize again. I truly believe that the Baltimore Ravens have been for a while now. They've won ten straight. Like what what more could they do? Are the best team in football right now. Easily. Just like Lamar's the easily the MVP. Easily. But let's start off with the Ravens as a whole. I just think that this offense is more complicated than people give it credit for. You know, people, you know, people be like uh, a lot of analysts and a lot of, you know, fans will say that this offense is hard to stop because of Lamar's running. Not really. It's the schemes. Uh, the, um, you know, you you never really know what, what's going to happen. And it's really hard to prepare for. I don't care who you are. You can be Bill Belichick. Uh, you can be. It don't matter. I think that this Ravens offense is very, very complicated. 
I think that you, I don't care what you bring to the table. You can stop the bleeding, like the like the Bills. They stopped the bleeding last week. They just couldn't finish. They got the turnovers. They they played solid defense because that is a good defense. I think if those two play each other, it'll be a good game. I mean, you know, in the playoffs, I think it'll be a good game. But I just don't think that anybody is really going to stop this offense. Can you make them trip? Can you stumble them? Maybe. Maybe. But you have to stop them. This is a very, very high-powered offense. Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, uh, those tight ends, Hurst, uh, oh, Andrews. Like, this is a high-powered team. Then you got Hollywood stretching you out, uh, Willie Sneed, and Boinkin. This is a team, they, they have weapons. Don't sleep. Do not sleep. Um, and their defense, okay, their defense is good. Marcus Peters, good. I like their defense. I just have concern on the back end. The tackling that I've seen from Earl Thomas, he looks like Eric Weddle did. I don't like that going down the stretch. I think that is that concerns me. But other than that, their front, good. And then, hey, man, it's Monday, the waivers. I don't know what's going to happen with Suggs, but that would be nice to see him go back home. Um, But, yeah, man, th- this is a good football team, complete football team, a good complete football team that has been blowing teams out, that has been beating teams, you know. Outside of the Buffalo game, I think the Buffalo game was their biggest test over this last, you know, over these last 10 games. I think that that was, that was a team that, uh, a lot of fans slept on, but they showed up, and I, I would like to see that when they get in the playoffs. But as far as Lamar Jackson goes, man, it, it, it's, it's clear as day who's the MVP. It's clear as day. It's clear as day. It's, it's not. It's, it's really not up for debate anymore. And you guys, I saw somebody say the only people who say that Lamar Jackson is better than Michael Vick. Have only been watching football for the like five years. LOL, bro. That's that's not the case. Eric has been watching football since Eric could walk. I grew up during the Michael Vick era. I know what Michael Vick was like. I've seen Michael Vick play live. I've seen highlights, and I knew what Michael. We've seen Michael Vick, you know, on the comeback with the Eagles. He was still doing it, not to the degree like he was in in Atlanta, but still. This is just different. It's different. It's completely different. I. Personally, haven't seen anybody play like this before. And, you know, I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan in the world. I think Pat Mahomes is great. You know, you can name any elite quarterback. But a true dual threat, somebody who can take you out with his legs and do some crazy things with the arm. Like, you guys talk about the Pat Mahomes sidearm and. I don't. You don't even need all that with Lamar because the throws. He's just flicking his wrist at will, and it's just getting to where it needs to go. Hey man, and all but so. Oh, oh yeah, backtracking. So happy to see him with the white sleeve and glove last week. Ha, ha, ha. Um, but look, 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 man, the numbers. The numbers are not lying, bro. Thirty-three touchdowns. That's first. Six ints. Eighty-one uh, point two QBR. That's first. 2,889 yards passing uh, He broke Michael Vick's uh, rushing record 1,103 yards rushing That might be more I might be wrong But you know he broke the record uh, And you know man Oh yeah in 7 touchdowns yeah, He broke the record uh, You know he's just throwing the ball As good if not better than any of your league quarterbacks uh, 
You know, man, it's just like, hey, you know, and 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 players know what they're seeing here. And look, man, you guys did a lot of joking about him giving out his jerseys to the Jets players, like he was, they were fans. But like he said, they contacted him throughout the, early in the weekend. Got that? Look, you guys should like, come on, bro. It, it's 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 players, black players celebrating another black player. We've never seen nothing like this before. Hell, I would want his jersey too. It's a jersey swap, man. Come on, man! Stop, stop, stop making something out of nothing. That's that's all that is. But yeah, man, the, the Ravens, man, they, they number one seed. You got to come to Baltimore if you want to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. As of right now, you got to go through Baltimore. Got to go through Baltimore. Uh, well, speaking of the playoffs. Oh, before we get to playoffs, bro, I told y'all, man, the Bills, bro, clinched their playoff berth, first ten win season of the century. Is that what I heard? Something like that, man. Bill's having a good year, man. Sean McDermott and the boys, man. Might be the coach of the year candidate. Um, let's see. Let's let's look at the playoffs right now, man. After what happened yesterday. This is before the Monday night game tonight, of course. We got the Saints and the Colts playing tonight. But as of right now, the Seahawks sit at number one, the Packers sit at number two. The Vikings will be a six seed traveling to the number three Saints. And the number five seed, 49ers, will be traveling to the four Cowboys while in the hunt. We have the Eagles at seven and seven who still have to play the Cowboys. That game is next, if I'm not correct, if I'm not um, mistaken. Uh, then you got the eight and six Rams, but just eliminated yesterday after losing to the Green Bay Packers. The Chicago Bears are done. Good night. Good night. Tough scene for them. Uh, so look, man. Uh, let's see. The 49ers, they gotta go. They have a game against the Rams, and then they gotta go to Seattle. So that's 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 two games that you know could go either way. Well, after what I saw from the Rams yesterday, I really don't know. The Rams are really hot and cold. You talk about a hot and cold team. You know, you guys talk about once again talk about the Green Bay Packers don't have any consistency. But what the hell is going on in LA? One week they look like they're back and then they get blown out by the Cowboys. Come on, dog. The Cowboys. Like at least we got blown out by the 49ers. It's the Cowboys. Right, I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let it go. Uh Green Bay, they have uh two more uh, field trips They go see the Minnesota Monday night Next Monday night And then they go see Detroit uh, Once again man Two division games Could go either way Could go either way You know I think that That Monday night game In Minnesota Will determine a lot I think that will be Season defining Season defining Season of, That's game of the year Right there They should go handle Their business in, in Detroit But you can't sleep On anybody uh, The Saints of course, they got Indianapolis tonight. They got to go down there to Tennessee, and they got to go to uh, at, uh, Carolina to play the Panthers. Once again, three teams that are still fighting for 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 things, you know, divisions. Well, except for the Panthers, excuse me. You know, you got the Titans. They're still in it, uh, and they play good football, and they have a good air attack. And you never know what can happen tonight with the Colts. And then you got the Panthers, a, a tough division game, so. Look, is the the Saints are out of the woods yet? Then you got the Cowboys. They got to go to Philly, and then they got to play Washington. I have no idea what the hell is going on in the NFC East, so I'm not going to comment on it. That is, no question, the worst division in football. You can probably just call that like, y'all might as well just like move that whole division, just like put them in a conference of their own or something. 
I don't know. Um, the Seahawks, they have a home two more they finish at home. They got the Cardinals and San Francisco. Two once again, two more tough division games for them. Then the Vikings, two home stints. They got a, a game against Green Bay in Chicago. So look, you know, everybody's finishing with division games for the most part, man. The NFC We can see good teams, very good teams traveling with twelve and four records. You know, they're on the road because of how tight things are and how good other teams are. The NFC's I knew the NFC would be interesting this year. Uh now let's move on to the AFC where we have the number one Baltimore Ravens, uh the number two Pats, and then the the sixth the six seeded Steelers will be going to see the Chiefs. The number five Bills will be going to see the Texans and still in it are the eight and six Titans. So the Ravens they have they go see Cleveland and they come home and play the Steelers. Uh, last time they played the Cleveland Browns, they lost. That was that was their last loss, and I'm pretty sure they're coming to not only you know end the season but end everything in Cleveland. Yeah, man, I I don't know what I was thinking. Talking, we all were wrong, bro. Talking about the Browns, <sighs> we're going to do this and do that. What a tough scene. What a big scam. Um. Then the New England Patriots, they got to play Buffalo. And look, I look, just give them the W against the, the Dolphins. But this Buffalo game, I I'm already picking the I'm already picking the Buffalo Bills to go up there and beat them. I said this since the last time they played. I think they should have beat them the first time. If Josh Allen doesn't get knocked out of that game, I really do believe that the Bills win that game at home. But now they got to go on the road and see them. And this is a different team. This defense isn't the same. And their offense is literally like almost gone. Like, what is the Patriots offense at this point? I don't think anybody should be scared of them. I don't think Josh Allen and the Bills should be scared of them. I think if they go up there, run the football, play good defense, they're going to win that game. So, remember what you heard at first. Um, Then you got, let's see, the Chiefs. They go to Chicago and they have a home game against the Chargers. That's a you know another division game. That's two W's right there for me. I'm giving them those. Then the Texans they go play the Bucks with Jameis Winston who has been playing out of his mind for I don't know why. And then they go play the um they got one more game against the Tennessee Titans at home. And the the game they played against the Titans yesterday was pretty good. Uh so, hey uh, man, that division's still up for grabs for them. Then, of course, you know, the Bills, they go to see New England, and then they come back home to finish against the Jets. Two W's right there, I think. I see it. And then the Steelers, they go play the Jets, and they go play Baltimore. Two hard games for them, man. I mean, you know, the Jets game could go either way, but I just don't see them going to beat Baltimore unless Baltimore is sitting starters and they feel comfortable enough with their lead. That that would probably... Depends on what happens in Buffalo. If the Patriots lose to Buffalo and the and you know the, the the Ravens beat the Browns and they feel comfortable and they have that number one seed sewed up, then who knows? But I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But um, you know, yesterday teams clinched and some teams are in and some teams are out. But hey, man, it's 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 almost time. It's two weeks left in the in in the regular season. That makes me sad. It really does make me sad. But hey. You know, at least the playoffs are coming. All right, so from football, let's move on to basketball. Whoa, sorry, boxing. I had basketball in my mind for some reason, but we're moving on to boxing. 
All right, so this past weekend, Top Rank put on, put on a card that featured uh, Terrence Crawford and Teofimo Lopez. Uh, Terrence Crawford is the WBO welterweight champion, and Teofimo Lopez just won. I don't know which lightweight title. Was it the IBF? I'm not sure. But that happened. And you know what? Listen, man. All, all I, all I want to say is, you know, I hate watching fights on ESPN. I hate the commentary team. Tim Bradley is annoying. And then they always got to make it a PBC versus top rank thing. Andre Berto didn't like that. I didn't like it. Seriously, though. Honestly. Saturday night. Let's 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 honestly think about this, because I thought that the Charlo fight, the Charlo and Harrison fight was this past weekend, but be real, boxer fans, if y'all if y'all hear me, if those cards were on at the same time, if PBC and Top Rank did have their cards on at the same time, which has happened, which card are you tuning into? Are you really going to go watch Terrence Crawford go against a guy that you know he's going to beat? And do you really want to see Teofimo Lopez knock somebody out? Or do you want to see a good fight over at PPC? I'm sorry, but I'm picking PPC. Listen, PPC as a whole, it's just better. As a whole, this is like like the the, the, the stable of fighters that they have at PBC and the amount of good fights they can make with just a welterweight division alone. This is like, um, tch, what is this like? Smackdown in 2003, four, when you had Cena and The Undertaker over there. And, you know, Smackdown was stacked at one point. You had Cena, Taker, Guerrero, JBL, Mysterio. And I wasn't really caring about Raw too much at that time. And it came on Monday nights, and I was little. But, point is. PBC just has the better boxes. They have three welterweight titles. They have more welterweights, good welterweights, recognizable names than top rank. It's just, it's just facts. You know, you can't deny facts, man. Y'all say what you want. And then you, and then look, top rank always, you know, ESPN, Max, and them, man. And look, Max, I love y'all, man. But y'all, y'all got to stop with this pound for pound thing. Just because that's y'all boy, y'all don't got to lie. Terrence Crawford is not pound for pound, number one pound for pound. Honestly, okay, his record is impressive. Yes, he's beating everybody. He's knocked people out. He can switch up his styles. He's a switch hitter. Cool. I'm not taking away from his game. I'm not taking away from him. Who has he fought? Honestly, though. You got to fight who's in front of you. But what makes him pound for pound? When there's guys like Canelo Alvarez, who was literally beating everybody, at each weight class, he has multiple titles. That's number one pound for pound for me. Number one, easily. It should be like, like how, like how is is Canelo not your pound for pound champion? You're, yeah, you're you're number one pound for pound. How? How not? How? I don't get it. Um, but then you got you know Lomachenko. He's in that conversation for sure. He's in another multi, you know, two division. Champion or I don't know I gotta I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm going off the fly Off the top With that one But you you get where I'm going And speaking of Lomachenko He, he talked After the Teofimo fight He said that fight's next He's trying to unify Then he wants to tank Javonda Davis Look this subject Is going to get a little touchy For the hometown people But look man 
Tank got to show me something in a couple weeks against Gamboa. He has to show me something. You know, he's moving up the lightweight. It's his first lightweight fight, and Gamboa is no slouch. What I need, I'm going to need to see from Tank is better defense. Better defense. I need to see that you can bang. I need to see that you can defend yourself much better than you have. And, you know, okay, cool, you got that power, but I need you to set it up better. I need to see you set it up. I need to see you use your feet. Be smart in the ring and not just, you know, because, look, man, if that fight with Loma does happen with him or Teofimo, you know, that's how, that's that's guaranteed with Teofimo probably. They're going to get that done first half of 2020 probably. But, you know, that tank fight, that's up in the air. But it's going to be experience, and you're going to have to be patient, and you're going to have to really box because – I don't think either of them are going to knock you. If, if it comes, when we talk about Lomachenko and Javante Davis, if it does happen, I don't think a knockout could happen. If Tank does catch him, maybe. Because it's very hard to catch Lomachenko. Lomachenko, he gets caught at these weird angles. It's only happened once or twice. And Tank is going to have to find that. But if he does and he doesn't knock him out, he won't find that angle again. And Lomachenko is going to apply that pressure. And it's going to be up to Tank to keep his head against the Matrix, man. That's that's all it is. Can you get in the ring, play chess? Can you? That's what it's going to come down to. Once again, I'm not taking anything away from Javante Davis. I like Tank. I like Tank. But you, you've been talking and tweeting about Loma for what, two years now. Two years now. And it's about to be almost showtime, man. So it's, it's, that fight, it's it's coming. And, you know, Lomachenko's getting older. And I want y'all to fight him now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Y'all know he had 300 amateur fights. You know time is running out for him faster than it is for you. So, y'all get in there with him now and, and, and see. Because, honestly, I don't see him or Teofimo beating Loma. I don't, me personally. I don't see it happening. I think it'll be two good scraps for sure. It'll be two good scraps, but I don't see either of them coming out of it. But that's just me. That's just me. Who am I? Who am I? Um, let's see, man. Anything else I gotta say? Anything else I gotta say? Uh, what else did I miss last week? Oh yeah, I thought it was interesting to uh, Goodell. You know, look, man. Y'all gotta let this Kaepernick stuff go. It's not happening. It's not happening. Be real with yourselves. It's a week. What, 16? About to be 16 now? I really think a team going to sign him? No. Do I really think a team was going to sign him at the time? I did before the, the workout thing. Look, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like I said, it didn't. he looked, He didn't look like somebody that wanted to play football in the NFL. And that's it and that's all, man. And y'all got to stop getting, you know, upset about this every time y'all see a new headline about him not getting in the league. It's old, bro. It's it's been almost we're going on almost four years now. I'm over it. I'm sorry, but I am. I'm over it. I'm not bringing that into 2020. Nah, definitely not. I'm tired of talking about it, bro. It's it's, it's you know the record players. It, it, you know, it, it's it's repeating itself, and Eric is done talking about it. Um. Oh damn, man! Clinton Portis and y'all, man, the fans is gonna get y'all, man. How y'all gonna scam the insurance, man? How y'all gonna scam with fake injuries? Come on, dog. Is it really that bad out here? 
It can't be that bad out here, dog. Can't be. Oh man, that was that was that was nasty, man. Um, let's see, man. That's all I got for y'all this week. I mean, woof. This today, I'll be back on Friday for sure. Guaranteed, we're gonna talk again on Friday. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the patience, man. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Shout out to the listeners. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys, man. Stick with me, and I hope you guys, you know, getting ready for the holidays. Oh, Christmas is next week. Christmas is next week. I gotta get. I gotta get us something ready for Christmas, man. Try to do a little Christmas special or something for us, man. But uh, I'm Eric Lines, of course. You know the vibes, man. Follow the Electrified Twitter and podcast account for the latest and greatest updates. Uh, once again, I'm your host, and for the 76th time. I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.